This time on TNT. Sugar Daisy Boutique is officially open, buds. We play overrated or underrated. And if you could buy anything at any store in the world right now, what would it be? That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hey, listen, listen to the intro to this song and see if you can keep on the beat. Okay. It's Caribbean Queen. Oh, you don't have to tell me. I know exactly what no, it is. No, I know, is. but Thank what you. happens at the beginning? Listen. Like, where's the beat? What? What is it? One more time. Watch. It's so fuck. It's all out. Is that a mistake? In the no, it's just. Dibba dibba dop dop dibba dop pow. It's just, it's so out. It's like when um, when you're reading a book and there's a typo, and you reread it like five or six times. Like, wait a sec, wait. Yeah. Just I wonder what's going on there. Wonder what they're trying to achieve. It's anyway. not like surprise, uh, um, uh, surprise song starting was a thing for a while. Yeah. Like ba da 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 pow. Like it's startling. But da da It's like there's no like I couldn't count it in. I I listened to it like four times. I don't know where the one is. So hey, it's a beautiful day here. It's freezing, but it's nice and sunny. How about yourself there? Well, same bud. Um spring is on the horizon. It's lighter later every day. The yeah, wind like is melting some of the snow, but it has been yeah. crazy windy for days now. I like I like lighter later. That's my favorite. I like lighter later, and I would take sunny and minus seven over gray and zero any day of the week. But I'm going to tell nice you something. Um, as you know, Carol's store opened this week, and yeah. it's going great, and I'm really proud it of her. Is. That's great. But I love it. it's crazy the amount of stuff she gets done in a day because I've been covering and, and I, oh, I would, yeah. I would see myself as you would as a very involved, helpful parent, but this is relentless. Yeah. Like little things, feed, stop little stuff, feed Indy, take sugar to school, feed, um, get Indy to school, feed joy, feed the horses, do some dishes, put a load of laundry in, pick up sugar. It's like constant and steady. Yeah. And I want to say two two things about it. The first is how effortless uh, Carol makes it look, as um, does Lisa and um, a lot of moms. They just get it done. Yeah. Um, and the second thing is, and this is uh, uh, my protective instinct of her, but I know I know it's no fun anyway, and. Um, it's it's something very North American, something that we do here. When mm-hmm. when we Carol was kind of between stores, like for the last several years, and we would go uh, through customs or something, and they would say, "And what do you do?" Yeah. And her instinct is to say, "Well, nothing." 
Mm-hmm. Um, which right. couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, like everything. She does everything is the short yeah. answer. But it it made me realize I, I really didn't like that question. But I, I don't really like it anyway, because it's su- such a weird and dated way to define yourself. And it's such a go-to opening volley in conversations when you meet people here. So tell me, Dennis, what do you do? As yeah. opposed to what do you think or what have you read or where have you been or any of that stuff. Um, Especially if it's a customs dick. Sometimes the customs people are dicks. Yeah. And they just like, everything has this error behind it. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, um, oh, so, and, uh, so you just stay home? What do you yeah. mean? Anyway, I never perceived it that way. Uh, bugged me a bit when people would ask the question and bugged me that um, that was the answer she felt was reasonable. Um, so anyway, I'm so happy that she's uh, doing this for herself and for us. And the girls are so proud of her and really um, love being at the store and helping people. Like it's, it's, nice. it's really cool. So the, what's open like nine to five styles? Well, it's in a mall. So there, yeah. she has to be open per the lease. She has to be open when the mall is open. So I think I think it's on um, uh, reduced uh, Covis hours. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's like ten to five and uh, twelve to five Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, it's great. And that's the that's the mall that we we were at, right? Were we in that mall? We were in a mall in Truro, uh, oh, signing okay. we, books, the signing that's at the Indigo. Mall. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that, by the way. When she had the idea to do the store again, she was toying with the name Indigo Sugar. So it would be kind of Indigo and Sugar represented in the name. But then when she landed on that mall, there's actually an Indigo chapters yeah, there. You can't have right two there. stores called Indigo. Can you no, imagine going up no. against the maps? You do not want that, yeah. But you're not, it's just that, yeah, people don't see the name the same. Yes. But she is so extremely nice. uncomfortable being in uh, the spotlight. That's not her bag at all. Um, mm-hmm. But fortunately, the clothes speak for themselves in the space. Um, I was lucky enough to hire uh, our friend Nicole Frost, who um, was the production yeah. designer on Trailer Park Boys and just a and genius. Weekend and Weekend Bumsies. And Weekend Bumsies, yeah. Bumsies. She made Andrea's bum. <laughs> yeah. And she and her and the, partner Pat. And the score. The score uh, puppets. Yeah, she made the score puppets. And she and her partner, Pat, brought um, the store to life. And it's a beautiful space. So there you go. Right on, man. That's cool. So now, yeah, so you're literally, uh, yeah, you're vacuuming and ripping it up. Yeah. You're probably vacuuming anyway, but I just mean more. Well, I'm letting some stuff slide already, like trying (laughs) to prioritize, like, well, I can't do that. But yesterday, yeah. I I had about eight alarms set in my phone because I just didn't want to, the first day out of the gate, like, I forgot a person somewhere. Oh, yeah. Or uh, sure. people are hungry. Or, um, right, I didn't give the horses dinner. Or Joy <laughs> oh, hasn't eaten today. That's, yeah, there's the, when you got the horses there, too, that's, I mean, you can't just leave the horses there all day. They, like what kind of upkeep daily has to happen with a horse? Well, in the uh, summer they like to party and they're just outside and they're long days and they'll just kind of eat grass in the field. But in the winter, especially yesterday, it was so windy and if a horse breaks a leg, it's done. 
So it's been really icy. So to let them out on the ice is kind of risky. So they've been inside, which means there's more mucking to do. Yeah. Inside and then eating and chilling. Yeah. How do they get exercise when they're hanging out all day? Stand it. They don't. But they're a little frisky when you open their door. Are you guys watching Yellowstone? No. It's a Kevin Costner joint on Amazon. Oh, I've heard about that. It's so violent and uh, (laughs) sexy and beautifully shot. And the music is incredible. And the performances are great. And the writing's really good. There's just a lot going on. But it is violent. I watched the WandaVision. How is it? It's all right. It's pretty good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Marvel stuff. You know, I like it. I'm watching it with the kids, so that's good. But uh, like John and Jack, they don't mind it. I'll tell um, you, what we've been watching with the kids is um, on, I think it's on Disney Plus. <coughs> Excuse me. The Disney Animal Kingdom vets and stuff. It's like behind the scenes at Disney Animal Kingdom with all the animals. Yeah. And so the vets, <laughs> like, it's an elephant's dentist. And uh, um, a lion's (laughs) chiropractor, like all the jobs that they have behind the scenes to look after these animals. And man, those people care about the animals so much. It's quite beautiful. But there was a moment where Mac, the big old elephant, was going on a date with this tiny little mask. And it was like, look, the tiny little mask is getting down on all fours. And look, Mac appreciates the gesture. And we're hoping that Mac's going to breed. And I was like, Disney, are we really doing this right now in front of the children? Um, Because I thought it was going to be a full, like, yeah, they're getting after it. And that's nature. Um, And they did. They didn't. They just referred to romance. And there was like a slow dissolve and a pan up to the palm tree. And we were out of it. (laughs) But I was trying to figure out, like, okay, how do I explain this? Elephants pounding. (laughs) I watched that... uh... The Sinner with Bill Pullman. Have you seen that one? No. It's not bad. See, it's just like when you watch so many shows and different genres all the time, you just start seeing, like, the formula of the show. Yes. And then, like, the idea of, like, well, we have to keep you around intrigued for, you know, six more episodes or whatever. So that's kind of what I've been noticing is and getting bothered a little bit by. By all those shows from Walking Dead to even the WandaVision. Like, there's always some little change that happens, like a soap, where it's not really much of a change, but it's enough to have you watch the next one. <laughs> it just it starts to get... It starts grating a little bit, as opposed to when you have a great story, and the story is so awesome that you just want to keep watching it, and it's not so obvious that, oh my god, the last five minutes that happened... <laughs> As opposed to taking 45 minutes, you know? Well, we watched... Like Bre- Breaking Bad was great like that, where the show is so awesome that uh, it's not necessarily um, what you want to, you know, you want to see what just happened. It's more about the storyline. It's just so crazy. You can't believe uh, that it's all kind of working together. We watched um, Virgin River on Netflix, and uh, my friend Lauren, who's on Mr. D, is one of the main characters, and that's what brought us there. And it is a highly ranked, super downloaded, widely streamed show, 
And mm-hmm. I I think it's safe to say it's a slow burn. <laughs> like you get to yeah. the end of some episodes and you're like, I, nothing really happened, which is kind of its charm and kind of its virtue. But I will yeah. say there are a few things that happen that are, well, called logic gaps when you're writing scripts. And it's like, well, wait a sec. Why wouldn't they just lock the door then? Yeah. That, no, that kind of really take you out of the story. There are a few of those that are like, hang on. The Walking Dead have those a lot. Where they just kind of glossed over the wait a sec. Yeah, wait totally. a sec. Yeah. <laughs> well, then yeah. why doesn't she leave? Or why doesn't he <laughs> yeah. just go in through the window? Yeah. Yeah. But mostly yeah. what we love is having a show that we're looking forward to watching a little bit of every night before we fall asleep. And uh, yeah, Yellowstone is doing it. That's why I like the Queen's Gambit was good like that. Um, Solid acting, writing, everything. So you're. I it's about the chess, that. right? Yeah. Well, it's basically, it's kind of like the old story of like, you know, uh, the meek person starts kicking everybody's ass and it's like fun to watch. I love that. Yeah. Like Revenge of the Nerds styles? (laughs) Totally, yeah. Anytime, like, somebody, like Karate Kid, wrong side of the tracks, starts, you know, gets... (laughs) I guess that is kind of true that I've heard that, like, the Karate Kid, if you think about it, he's really the one, like, the villain in in that movie. The Karate Kid is? Yeah, he, like, comes... For wherever New Jersey to this sleepy town and starts just fucking up everything, like make, messing with people, getting in fights. Wasn't that Footloose doesn't wanna, too? Doesn't want to, doesn't join the regular karate, has to do it up, just stirring it up everywhere. <laughs> like, same with Kevin Bacon and Footloose, who shows up and has anger dances. Yeah. To just blow like off stage. Rage, rage dance my way home. Yeah. And he drives a bug and parks in the school bully's spot. Like, he's just stirring it up. He's looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing like that. Doing that running in the spot with the hands out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the that's Michael. a well that storytellers go back to a lot. The yeah, new prick right? in town. Yeah, for sure. And they make it seem just because he gets beat up right away. That it's like, oh, poor guy. But meanwhile, he was like, you know, being an asshole, right? Like Rambo, right? He's like, he could have just like walked away at the beginning when <laughs> Brian Denny tells him to beat it or whatever. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm going to go in the woods just because he didn't give me a sandwich. I'm going to rage. <laughs> Imagine how, like the movie if he was like, you know what? I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah right. What? That's it, the what do you mean? <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I would love it one. if someone put out a movie like that in theaters. <laughs> and at the end of the six-minute movie, it said, "Look, you have a choice. You can be part of the greatest ruse of all time, but it requires you not telling anyone that this is what happened. Just tell people that this is a great movie, and they have to see it. But don't go into detail." So yeah, John Rambo gets out of the car, says, "Oh, you know what? Fuck you!" and walks away. I, and I don't have time credits. for this today. <laughs> Ramb, no. 
Ding, 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 ding. The music all slow. Um, <laughs> Credits. He's just going, walking. Jared. Oh, Revel Stoke, wherever he's going up the, the uh, Coca-Cola. <laughs> Didn't they film that in Hope, BC? I don't know. I just can't believe how many details you remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they filmed it in Canada. So the Leafs played the Oilers three games in a row. Before yes. the first time, I said, what time did the Oilers beat the Leafs tonight? And we got smoked. Yeah. And then, um, uh, like, th- honestly, not exaggerating, three dozen people said, this didn't age well, or this disaged oh. well. And I can't decide, <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> I can't decide which is worse. Is this didn't age well better or worse than the sarcastic, this aged well. They both suck, <laughs> but which sucks less? Yeah, right. No, but the. Yeah, those are annoying. And the pe- that people like will write that again, like it'll happen again tomorrow. Yeah. Or like someone will say, what is it, the line that that Rex Chapman always says? Like, dogs, bruh. Or, or like. I need this in my life right now, or whatever the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know I needed time. this. I needed that. Thank you. <laughs> Give me some of this in my life. And it's just like some, some old, old guy like playing drums like crazy or something. Pound right? this into my veins. But there are a few things I think it's time to retire. One is like asking for a friend. Like that kind of stuff. Like I, I think it's it's probably time to retire that stuff. But anyway, so or this de- aged well. This didn't age well. And delete your tweet or delete your account. Those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh, here's another one. Well, I didn't ever blank, but here we are. Oh no! <laughs> no this, like it, it had a it had a moment and it it had its day and it was kind of clever for a hot minute. But now it's like. It's like people going, yeah, great salad. Not. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Have you ever been in the presence of someone who fires out a not joke and you don't know where to look? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not. Hey, Jared, well, nice like, shirt. Not. <laughs> the guy at work that's like, re- you really saying that? No way. <laughs> like you're the guy who sings commercials. You know what I mean? Well, wait a sec. That might be me. Yeah. <laughs> give me a break give me a break so here's the weird thing that happened so the second of the, the two Oilers Leafs games I was like you know what I'm going to double down and I retweeted it again so the second day it was like what time oh, do yeah. the Oilers beat the Leafs and we lost and got shot out again yeah. <laughs> and then yesterday I was like you know what I'm going to leave it alone I'm not going to say anything because maybe I'm the problem so I didn't say anything. Well, that aged well. well. That didn't age well. And then we got smoked, arguably even worse. But then here's the happy ending. Um, there's a knock on my door, and it's a delivery guy. It's a box I don't recognize, not something I've ordered. It's addressed to me. I open it up. It's an Adidas reverse retro Oilers jersey. Thanks nice. to Frankie. Ryan Frankson at the Oilers and Adidas Canada. Beautiful. So, I, so you're all set. Well, I sent him a message and was like, was this in the works before <clears throat> I basically 
created this dumpster fire. Oh, so that was yeah. part one. Part two, the thing that was kind of interesting is um, the uh, Oilers DJ, Johnny Infamous. Oh, that's right. I was like, if, if, if I get, uh, whatever, 500 <laughs> likes of this tweet, I will play um, uh, Microphone Assassin during yeah. the game tonight. And they did, right? They did, like yeah. A thousand likes. Yeah, yeah they I played Microphone it. Assassin at the Oilers game. <laughs> um, and That's Johnny's it. a great dude and a, and a, a friend and a fan of Canadianity by the sounds of it, which is awesome. He's a bud. Yeah. So then I was like, great. "Hey, um, uh, I, what's your email address? I wanted to send Clappy Turd Cutter." So he played. A version of Clappy Turd Cutter during the Oilers game the other night, which <laughs> is awesome. It, it's such a little thing, but uh, of all the classic. things in my career like... that have kind of brought me joy, the idea that Johnny the Oilers DJ is playing <clears throat> Clappy Turd Cutter uh, with a slight well, it's edit because it's like the initial idea is like, hey, here's like a shout out to to a classic J Rock, but you're like, yo, play my yo. Uh, the, the the joint the joint i actually wrote like this one's <laughs> right <Yeah. full> on. <laughs> well i know people that like trailer park love this stuff i wrote all j-rock's raps the only one i didn't write was it could happen to you because it happened to me no it could happen to me because yeah. it happened to you that was clattenburg yeah. um but i loved writing the j-rock joints 2108 yeah. bounce with me now the um hip sample head by century well i mean e- every uh Every, you know, every day on on our Instagram, there's always some love for J Rock. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, P- it's PCO hot. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Talk to the people for a sec. Joy's scratching at the door to get out. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna play a game uh, called Overrated or Underrated. That's a simple classic, and uh, I selected a bunch of different uh, foods. Okay. That uh, you will uh, tell me, and we can both opine on whether they're overrated or underrated. I look forward to opining. The first one that I'm going to do is actually born out of an a thing that happened yesterday by accident. Should I just go first? Sure. Um, I was taking the girls uh, to the store after I picked them up from school. We went through McDonald's to score a couple Happy Meals, and I got a McChicken. Mm-hmm. And I took a bite of McChicken, and I thought the roof of my mouth was going to melt oh. off. It was like when you take a chip and you think it's plain, but it's actually salt and vinegar. Like, not what I expected, not what I wanted or hoped, but I'm driving yeah. away already. Um, it was the spicy habanero McChicken. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was like temperature hot. No. Spicy hot? Spicy hot. Really? Yes. To the point where you're like, oh, like, like, dumb and dumber. Like, you know when you have your mouth open and you're (laughs) sucking in a sharp number of like, (laughs) just to get the cold air to take the edge off your mouth? Yeah. It was like hot pepper hot. Really? And that kind of, did you think like... Did you want one of those? Heck no. Oh, really? No, I just wanted a McChicken. Oh, the spicier, they have Szechuan McChickens and spiciest ghost pepper McChickens. Like, it might have been that. They do? They have, like, a super... So it was, like, a hot, a really, really hot... Like, you're not a big hot pepper guy anyway, right? No, I'm not a hot pepper guy at all. So, like, 
anything is hot to you. Yes. So, I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. No, I, I like spicy food, like spicy. Like Frank's Red Hot or something? Like, that's not spicy. Like, you don't mind some of that? Well, yeah, but I would never choose to put it on something. But this yeah. was like five alarm. I need to pull over what is happening. Like, wasabi on my brain hot. Wow. So it was just totally didn't expect it and you couldn't even eat any more of it? Correct. Wow. So I guess my category is, um, in broad strokes, it's like updated versions of your classics. Underrated or overrated? Yeah. For me, a McChicken is not where I would want to go to scratch my heat itch. Yeah. If it's if it's a dish that is designed to be hot, I'm I'm into it, and I would choose to order that. But I yeah. like. I, well, I'm the same way. I, I don't mind spicy stuff, but I wouldn't order one of those spicy chicken sandwiches. Right. So I'll just go with a straight up. Yeah. It all it all basically is in the same category as why does Tim Hortons have Szechuan chicken wraps now too? Yeah. Like everyone's trying to be everything instead of just drilling down on doing one thing better than anyone else. Well, I know. Tim Hortons should just actually make their food, the donuts, in-house like they used to and stick with donuts and coffee. Yeah. Now it's everything's frozen and it's chicken that tastes like not chicken. Yes. If You know, I'd rather eat the plant-based stuff that at least, you know what I mean, instead of the what they're calling chicken there. Because let's, let's face it, it's... Just, Tim Hortons is as Canadian as Burger King and Popeyes because that's the same company that yes. owns all three. So there is no, there, there, you know, there is no vibe. There's no history. There's no Canadianity there. It's it's a, an American company, and it shows. Yes. So I th- I it's a shame. A problem with that. <clears throat> it's a shame because uh, well, I guess I guess I'll, I mean a lot has changed, but. Um, coffee as like a social thing and fancy coffees and all that stuff like the coffee industry is bananas now compared to 20 years ago sure and so i guess they're just trying to keep up with the times but man bring back the bring back those crullers man remember those crullers they would have there yeah cherry cruller i don't even think they have dutchies anymore no like what the hell that like that's your lane i know fresh baked donuts you know what you know what was their lane? When the boxes that you would get a dozen donuts in were miniature versions of the actual Tim Horton store. Oh, that was the best. Yes, for sure. Oh, I miss it with the Tim Bit eyes. Yeah, thing. yeah. The little mascot mask yeah. on the top. Yeah. Yeah, who had those fuzzy things? Were they Tim Bits? They were fuzzy with big sticky yeah, feet. For the, yeah. Put them on the dash. On the dash or the, on your, <laughs> on your uh, mirror. Definitely. Aww. I miss yeah. them little masks. <laughs> That's what I like about Retro Ontario on Instagram. The, the Retro Ontario Twitter, and it's a he's a bod that just kind of puts out all this classic uh, stuff that we saw as kids. And yesterday he had those uh, scratch and sniff stickers. Remember those? Yes, like of course. Old- I was like, totally took me back, man. Of course. Well, I remember the girls in my elementary school had sticker books. And they'd have like, this page is Garfield stickers. 
yeah. and this page and was they, pu- puffy ones. Yeah, and they'd have to scratch and sniff, and after like a month, everything smelled like gas. <laughs> gas? <laughs> yeah, like it would smell like a banana and a tomato, or a, and then like a, right, a, and then a strawberry. Like a, what is that, diesel? A week later, it smells like diesel fuel. <laughs> Just found Whatever a recipe chemicals. on Chatelaine magazine for Dutchies. <clears throat> What? I just found a recipe for oh, Dutchies. Really? Yeah. It's a Canadian okay, donut so popularized should... by Tim Hortons. It's a square yeast lifted donut containing raisins coated with a sugary glaze. Dutchie was yeah. one of two original baked goods that had been available on the Tim Hortons menu since the chain's inception in 64. Bring... Well, I don't see those anymore. They don't have them. Why did Tim Hortons stop making Dutchies? In 2014, Tim Hortons announced that the Dutchie Timbit had been discontinued due to low popularity. Bull crap. Here is... Um, the plain, th- they still make the plane, and I always say don't give me planes. This is... Um, oh, this is fighting words. Here's the top 10 Tim Hortons donuts ranked. Okay. Do you want to hear? Yeah. Or do you want to guess what donuts are on the top Tim Hortons ranked and see how many you get no, i want to hear them because I, I my favorites are the crawlers anyway so it doesn't matter old-fashioned number 10 jelly filled nine honey dip eight apple fritter seven i just pounded an apple fritter because i was helping my father-in-law with a dog run at the cottage and he treated me to an apple fritter afterwards nice oh you got the good apple fritters out there oh yeah they're really good um, vanilla dip six, chocolate dip five, Canadian maple four. That's a good time. Yeah, your teeth knit like little individual sweaters <laughs> on themselves. After, so much yeah, after towards the end, you're like, <laughs> it's like too much. You're gagging down the um, viscous filling <laughs> like that. <laughs> Boston cream, like you have a sore throat. It's too sweet. So much sugar. Sour cream glazed is number two. Ooh, that's a good one. What do you think is number one? What's left? Boston cream? No, I think we they said that. Do have one? Huh? Number they one, have... it's very close to home for you. The crawler? Yeah. Nice. Okay, so I haven't even asked you an overrated, underrated yet. I know. Can I tell you one story first? Yeah. I um when I was probably 20, I had a girlfriend in Ontario and I lived in Halifax in an apartment and she came out to visit. And I knew that when it was over, when she was going back, I didn't want to stay together. What okay. I should have done is had a really fun week together, uh enjoyed ourselves in Halifax in the summertime and then you know, the day before she went back or day she was going back, say, you know, this was great, but I don't really see a future here, whatever. Instead, mm-hmm. what I did do, trying to be a good dude, was tell her the first day of a week-long vacation that I didn't think this was going to be um, something that would carry on after she went home, um, which made for uh, a really long week. And I was trying You're to... kidding. Why... Why'd you do that? I don't know. I, I, I really <laughs> thought in my head, like, that is a kind thing to do. Like, I'm, I just want to be up front from the get-go. Like, just so you know, I don't, I don't see this going anywhere when you go home. Anyway, so the first night uh, she was there, uh, she was very upset. 
And I wanted to give her some space. So I went out and went for a long walk. And it was late at night. And the only thing that was open was Tim Hortons on Spring Garden Road. Yeah. So I went to Tim Hortons and uh, got a coffee and was sitting in the window. And the girl was like, your buddy, uh, buddy from Street Sense, right? And I was like, yeah. And she said, do you want to, um, we're making the donuts in the basement. Do you want to see how it's done? I was like, sure. So I got to go to the basement of the Tim Hortons on Spring Garden Road. And they gave me uh, an injector and let me inject the Timbits and the donuts with the like hey, so jelly and they were goose they were making them fresh. Yeah. What a difference when they're making them fresh. Yeah. It was back in the day. So they I don't thought, even do that anymore. I thought, right. I thought you were going to start dating the, the, the girl that was making the donuts. Oh, see, that would have been a better end to my story, <laughs> but <laughs> I got to inject the jelly and the goo and the stuff. It was really like it was, it was so, done by so, hand. So, when you went back to the house, you're like, holy moly, you wouldn't believe what I was just doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it didn't, that didn't go over Check right it either. out. Hey, like, I, brought you, I brought you 10 Timbits. <laughs> like, she, I, I feel like it's important to say she was a very nice person and it wasn't like she was, uh, you know, unreasonable. It was just a bad decision that I made and uh, she handled it gracefully. But what a dumb thing to do. <laughs> did it end up going the whole week the, the trip yeah wow yeah and then like all right yeah yeah well, it was not it was not great that was not a good decision but okay, very nice person let's go all right overrated hit me. underrated okay peanut butter overrated or underrated jonathan i have a lot of feelings about this i have yeah. peanut butter toast every single day craft crunchy is the move but if it's like a smooth skippy, I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. I really I like, like crunchy. crunchy. I don't like plain. I really like craft. I don't like other kinds. I'm a creature of habit. Have you tried the dark? Have you tried the dark roast? Dark roast? Crunchy? What? The dark roasted crunchy peanut butter. So that yeah. No. Oh yeah, man! It's amazing. Yeah. What is the difference? It's like dark roasted peanuts, so it's just got more vibe. What do you mean <laughs> more vibe? Like it just tastes like dark roasted peanuts as opposed to like not roasted at all. So there's just more flavor, I find. Try it. I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to have to try it. Just get a little it. one. Get the little banger. I'm going to try you'll a tiny banger. You'll see they have it now. They feel like... You probably have never even looked at the different types of peanut butter in years since you've been down with the crunchy. But some now of that, that stuff the... is like, they're just trying to get fresh eyeballs, right? Yeah, well, I'm telling you, it's a good one. It's solid. Try it. It doesn't even matter what kind. You can try the craft or the Jif or whatever the hell, the roast, dark roasted one across the board. Good eating. Interesting. By the way, um, worth mentioning, last time so, when we played uh, Most Famous Chad, yeah. um, with the name Jason, people were like, Bateman. But yeah. Jason Bateman is obviously the most famous Jason. Well, and they said Jason Voorhees, which is like that Jason murderer Jason, which is like, but nobody knows the Voorhees part, unless you're like a ho horror film guy. There's also Momoa. Right? Oh yeah, the guy who's, who's uh, big, 
married to Lisa Huxtable. The guy that the the Games of Thrones guy that everyone loves, all the ladies love. Aquaman. He was in Newfoundland doing a show called Frontier. Uh, my friend Beth is a costume designer. She had to measure him every ounce of him for the Aquaman costume. She was like, "That's a way to get to know someone." Well, that guy's got the most. Like when you walk by, everybody goes like, "What? What? Come on! You can't look like that." I know it's not fair. Yeah, um, but also by all counts, like just a bud. Just yeah, a, he seems like a nice guy. And he and Lenny Kravitz are good friends. Well, wouldn't you hang out with that guy? Lenny Kravitz? <laughs> if anybody, it's like, yeah, let's go hang out with that guy. I I, like I really want to know who you're having <laughs> that reaction about. Lenny Kravitz or Jason Momoa? Who's hanging out well, with who but, in that scenario? I'm saying Lenny Kravitz probably loves going out with that guy. Yeah. Because they probably, you know, I don't know, he goes to some fancy party <laughs> wheeling it up with him. As his wingman. See, I thought you meant the other way around, and it actually works both ways. It does. I wonder if they're they're just like, yeah, you are exceptionally cool. So are you. (laughs) We have the same taste in ladies, obviously. (laughs) Let's take take it up a notch and go, like, crush some bar. Well, I think they do. (laughs) I think they hang out. (laughs) That's nuts. That's awesome. All right, so let's go to the next one. Do you want do you want to do yours or do you want me to do? The yeah, next I'm going to do mine. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm I'm going to try to way, say it. We're, what we we both we I guess we both agree that peanut butter is still underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There are lots of uh, variations on the theme now, like the almond butters and the that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I just think there's nothing like. Uh, there's a bakery in our town, uh, Fraser's Bakery. We get Fraser's Bakery whole, um, not whole wheat, multigrain bread. I have it every nice. day with peanut butter on it. I never tire of this. No. I was actually thinking See, last night that I is a game bread. we should play or a question that I'd be interested in hearing your answer to. What things, period, do you never tire of? TV shows, music, oh, yeah. food. For sure. Yeah. Like, could do it all the time forever. So, um, multigrain Fraser's toast with Kraft crunchy peanut butter every day. Yeah. Never tire of it. That's the other thing we're toying with is getting a bread maker. Because bread is good. And we buy fresh bread almost, well, every every couple days. With COVID times, it's, you can't go out as much. But there's nothing better than fresh bread. So, yeah, toying with making bread. We have a bread maker, and Carol started uh, making brown bread. My gosh. You walk Tim in the Oxford door, and there's makes, fresh brown bread coming. Tim Oxford makes a mean sourdough bread. Does he? Yeah. When I was at his place, he was crushing it, and it's yummy. So that's a good one. He's got sourdough. some uh, um, retro interests, like smoking meat and all that stuff. Like He, he could live off the land, Timbo. Totally. Well, yeah, he's a classic. He likes the classics. Yeah. Smart man. I like his house. He's got the nice side split. Yeah. I like that style of house. That's Maybe like. that's the move. Maybe you should move down to where there. he is. <laughs> Rock the Fort Erie. Yeah. <clears throat> Space. That's the thing. The school is, yeah, the school is uh, 
it's really important. So that's kind of, it's, it's a deal breaker leaving the school. Yeah. So we're, we, we're trying to stay within driving distance to the school at least. So it would be like 20 minute as opposed to, so yeah, it's, I, I believe me, maybe in five years. So that's the other idea. Maybe we buy like an interim place for five years and then sell again and, and then peace like leave the city yeah that's an idea it's on there it's on the it's on the on the uh possibilities chart <clears throat> yeah or even Instead rent just for... buy the forever home now and then move well, into no, it when you can it's, it's probably you know even it wouldn't it wouldn't be crazy to like get a town home for five years because it'll hold its value you know yeah it's just uh it depends man it depends depends you know so what, uh, did you give me one or... I no, I'm going to give you one, one right now. Okay. Um, you know how every now and then, it feels like these things are cyclical. There's sriracha and chipotle and stuff like, how did we ever live without sriracha until 18 months ago and now it's on everything? Uh, here's, another yeah, here's another sneaky kind of thing in that category that <clears throat> suddenly it's everywhere. Yeah. Sea salt. Uh, I... Oh, sea salt? Yep. Uh, well, I mean, it's one of the old, it's probably the, the, one of the oldest things we have, so I would say it's probably underrated. It's like... But, um, and it's tasty. I don't like it when it's big, huge chunk rock salt, you know, like that, when it's like too much salt, but I do like sea salt. Like sea salted caramel. It's kind of the same as your yeah. Chicago mix. Basically, yeah. it's marrying two flavors you wouldn't expect together. Yeah. But I think it's like so what? it's like the difference between homemade and housemade. Suddenly, the term housemade is in every restaurant in the last yeah, three what years. Is that? I don't know. It sounds more homemade. Okay, so <clears throat> you ready for yours? Yes. Ice cream, Jonathan. Ice cream. Overrated or underrated? I feel like we need <laughs> I feel like we need like a middle category like it's it's rated it's about as perceived as you would expect it well, to be. Well that could be. Yeah. It could be rated uh yeah, it could be rated as is. Yes, that's okay. You can say that. I feel, I feel like I feel like it's rated as is. I think people have a good <laughs> handle you, on what ice cream do, is and what it means. Do you do you like ice cream? Are you an ice cream guy? Cyclically we uh, uh i've been getting um uh strawberry frozen yogurt at the sobeys lately pound a small yeah. dish of that every few days so yeah there you go but like if you were had a go-to that would be your go-to frozen yogurt <clears throat> well my go-to is cows but mostly because of what it yeah. um what it represents like if we're having a For cows sure. we're probably on vacation might be on pei all that stuff it's funny, yep. Indy asked me the other day if I could buy anything from any store anywhere because, um, you know, the girls are starting to have some like, oh, I remember traveling, that was fun moment. So we've been talking yeah. a lot about where we'll go as a lot of people have been. And the first thing that popped into my head of the thing that I would buy at any store anywhere was a Starbucks coffee at a Target. And it's simply because wow. if I'm buying a Starbucks coffee at a Target, 
means we're in the States on vacation. We have time. The girls like to look around for a couple hours. We're just hanging. It was just interesting that that was the first thing that popped into my head. Ah, yeah, because that's like you're relaxing at that point. Yeah. It's full-on relaxation mode. Yeah, and it was the simplest thing. What would you buy any store in the world? You'd go to Nam and try out some drums. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Like, once... When you say that, um, that's a whole other thing if you're, like, trying out drums, which is a pretty cool. Like, there's a place called Maxwell's Drum Shop in New York City, and they have all vintage, incredible stuff in there. So, I mean, that's a good time, trying out, like, rides and crashes from the 60s and 70s. Beautiful. So would you wail in a store like that? Well, I'm trying it out. Like, if you're hitting stuff, yeah. Give it a smack. I'm, I'm not necessarily like a full drum kit. I'm saying just like cymbals, hitting cymbals or uh, snare drums or whatever. Where did yeah, you get your like super turbo Craviato <laughs> set from? I got them from Craviato. That they uh, <clears throat> went. Um, John Craviato, who's passed away, was a master drum maker. And the cool thing about Craviato drums is that they were solid. There's no plies. So it's like uh, they put the, the solid piece of wood in water to, to uh, soften it, and then they wrap it. Like they twist it to make a, a circle. So it's not plied. It's a solid piece of wood, and that's why they, the tone is so much stronger. Wow. More, uh, unique sounding. There was a, a, a line of... Uh, Slingerland Radio King drums that they did it in the 40s uh, with no ply and that was kind of the I guess the Stradivarius of that concept of using a solid piece of wood uh, so yeah um, he mastered that by making snare drums in the 80s and then started making full kits with DW and then started his own Craviato line so yeah Crazy. Jim Keltner Jim Keltner, who is one of my favorite drummers, one of the best drummers ever, the kit that he always uses in the studio is a, a kit that John Craviato made for him decades ago. And that's his go-to. Like, the, it's so cool that you do something that has these museums you can go visit. Like, it's not like I can go to the Sennheiser Microphone Museum for hosts. <laughs> yeah. No. Although, but the, the, those drums are super expensive too. That's the the other thing. Like a normal drum set, a high a normal high end drum set will cost you between three to forty five hundred bucks. But a Craviato, even three piece set, can cost you twelve thousand dollars. Whoa! So they're very expensive. Um, uh, what was I going to say to you? Oh, oh uh, although. Uh, there's no host store I can go to, but um, Rick Mercer yesterday, out of the blue, sent me a picture of... That's who sent you that. That's awesome. Yeah, of he and I with Frank Schuster, yeah. of Wayne and Schuster fame. And You it's, sent it to me, and I couldn't believe uh, the Canadianity there. I know, it's pretty uh, wild. He, he's, he's holding a Gemini, isn't he? 
Yes, and Frank? and I thought I, I wrote him back and and said um, uh, thank you. I have a vague recollection of this. Was this from like CBC has these fall launches like coming up this fall on CBC? Uh, mm. And I thought it was from one of those because I couldn't imagine circumstances under which we would all be together. And he said no, it was um, I was hosting the Gemini's one year, and I got everyone together for a photo shoot. And he said it was so momentous, uh, such a momentous occasion that I personally hired a photographer to commemorate it. Nice. So it was very kind of him to send me these uh, pictures. And he said, you can crop me out of it, but now you have a picture of you with Frank Schuster, which is pretty cool. And one of those moments that at the time you wouldn't realize uh, just how special that is. Like what a, speaking of Canadianity, Wayne and Schuster, I remember the theme song as much as anything. Like, I don't sure. remember any specific bits, but their um, uh, legacy in Canadian comedy is virtually untouchable, as is Rick. He had, like a, he had a, a Frank Sinatra vibe going on. Yeah, he sure did. That, right? They wore tuxes. Sure. Like, that was kind of their thing, right? Yeah. But Rick is someone else. Like, when, when, um, when we talk about Canadian celebrity and with the caveat that they didn't have to go to the States... I feel yeah. like like Rick and Gordon Pinson. I feel like it's a pretty short list of homegrown Canadian celebrities. Peter Mansbridge, of course. But yeah, what's the deal with like bods that grow up on the Rock that just don't bother ever wanting to go leave Canada? Like Mark Critch. Yeah. Uh, it seems to me like uh, all the bods on the on the Rock. Like Alan Doyle's always out on Instagram hanging up. They're all they, they they never even thought of leaving. But this is the this is the crazy thing about Rick, and to a degree about Jay and Dan too. Um, Rick never had a misstep. He never had a show that was like uh, I don't know. Or people yeah. never tired of his show before he stopped doing it. He left 22 at the height of it. Um, Rick Mercer mm-hmm. Report could have gone till the end of time. Like, he, he, his career is really unbelievable. And he's about as big a star as it gets in Canada, um, which is crazy. And his Rick Mercer Report must have run for, like, 18 seasons? Some yeah. crazy amount. And people forget, like... It wasn't fun the way it ended, and no one was ready for Jay and Dan to be over, but they had an unbelievable run. Yeah. Like, people don't get that. Um, no, I know. Or, or I should say, people forget that. What an accomplishment it is to be on air, like, as a duo for that long with all the changes in the industry and all that stuff, like, mm-hmm. like it, it's like the um, don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened kind of thing. What they did is is unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm sure in, in the coming months, people will be like, you know what? That was pretty cool. Even though mm-hmm. if right now they're like, damn it. Yeah, for sure. Are you ready for your next overrated? Yes. Isn't it my turn to or give you underrated? one? I think it is. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Dark chocolate. 
Ah, overrated. Overrated. Uh, I don't care for it. I don't care for it. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna eat chocolate, I want to eat sweet chocolate. If I'm gonna eat chocolate, I want to eat sweet chocolate. Some dark, salty, doesn't even taste anything like chocolate. Like bitter. Is it supposed to make me feel better? Is that what that is? I guess. Usually, it's like some chef who like eats monkey brains on his own time. Like dark chocolate. Yeah, I have two squares you know, of dark I mean? chocolate like, every night before dinner. <laughs> like those like crazy three star Michelin monster chef. Like you know when he's sitting in his house, what do you like? Oh, I love uh, kangaroo testicles in milk. And then chase and it dark chocolate. With dark chocolate. No thanks. <laughs> I'm on team overrated for dark chocolate. Yeah. And you know what? To put the sea salt, and you can stick that too, man. Yeah. Put the sea salt on there. Forget it. <laughs> okay, hit me. What's next? Okay. Pancakes, Jonathan. Pancakes. Underrated. Underrated, right? It is happening. And once it starts, it's a thing. I have a recipe for pancakes out of the... There's um the old Nova Scotia Kitchens cookbook. And a lot of it is like there's a whole chapter on like... Uh, uh, old timey recipes and like yeah. salves and uh, pol- nice. poultices. Oh yeah! Like oh yeah! You just take a face cloth, dip it in warm water, fire some mustard on there, and stick it on your chest. That'll fix yeah. you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this pancake recipe is very simple. I think it's also where the one, two, three, four cake came from. Like one egg, two cups of flour, three tablespoons of butter, and four whatevers. It's like yeah. old-timey, hearty stuff. Anyway, this pancake nice. recipe is simple, and it's great. Um, but we've been uh, kind of on team waffles in our house because we have a waffle maker. But I got to yeah. tell you, there's something about just a perfectly cooked pancake. Yeah. And the same here. We got, we got the waffle maker, and it's it's a different thing. Yeah. It's vibes. I like to I like to leave the waffle in there until it's like tomorrow. What? I don't like it when they're all soft. Oh, really? You want it crispy? Like um, pancake crispy. Like, leave- house styles? <laughs> yeah, like I want Waffle it to house. be like you have to tap it out. <laughs> you know that one? <laughs> or it's like, it's like yeah, full on. Um, Same with all that stuff. I, uh, bacon, I don't like under, you know, like pink and soft bacon. That does nothing for me. Pink, chewy, soft bacon? Yeah. I don't get that either. So yeah, pancakes uh underrated. Okay. Um craft beer. <laughs> overrated. Overrated. Yes. I don't think you can open a bre- and and maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like you can't open a craft brewery that doesn't do well nowadays. But um it's not for me. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not ashamed of it. I pounded three Stella Artois before bed last night, and I'd forgotten how good a beer buzz is. Oh, yeah. Since we're sharing three beers, and I was like, okay. Three beers. Okay. (laughs) A good old beer buzz. Well, the good thing was I had one, and then, uh, like, went to get show, get dance or something, came back, and I was like, I'll probably pound another. Then I was doing some stuff, and I was like, I might have a third. (laughs) <laughs> and it just passed right out yeah but they're like it's like a belgian 
beer. Like they're so yeah. low test. They're not exactly hardcore or intense. But uh, I no, enjoyed it. I don't drink beer thing. much. I, I know that. Well, I, I tr- I'm not like I, I I don't drink. Try not to drink, and uh, it's not it's it's not for the it's not good for me anyway. Alcohol, but I do know that uh, beer. Uh, if I have one craft beer, I'll probably throw up. The dark, it's, it, thick, oh, Guinnessy. Yeah, no chance. Yeah. Hop, I don't like, I don't mind Guinness. Like Guinness I like, but the whole like stout, thick, bitter, forget it. Like I'll, I'll throw up. A guy who was here working on the house um, started a meadery. M-E-A-D. It's Hard Mead. Honey Inc. Mead is an alcoholic beverage made from yeah. honey. Isn't that what, like, Vikings drank? I guess. <laughs> it's probably super timely and hipstery. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's oh a God, Hard Honey yeah. Inc. in Tatamagush, <laughs> if you're ever out this way. The guy with the big waxed beard. Try the mead. Pounding <laughs> liquor honey. But I can't decide if that would be, like... I guess it's like sea salt, caramel, and salt. Try our new Mumford and Son Brewery with new <laughs> mead, mead and berry coolers. Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Mumford and Sons Brewery. <laughs> Where the guy, they got the guys, the guys singing while they're handing out beers with the big bass drum. <laughs> Sea Shanty Brewing Co. <laughs> yeah. Oh, For a hot minute, the whole crazy. world was Alan Doyle. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, this is, he was blowing up on TikTok. Everyone's blowing up on TikTok. I know it's the best. <laughs> but he's so comfy in his element, and he's like, "Yeah, here's the history of Sea Shanties, and I'm glad you guys are liking them." Yeah, exactly. But the best is like he's. That one that went out there is like, hey, I wrote that in the back of a van or something, right? Yeah. He said that. I wrote it on a Mary Crazy. Brown's napkin. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it on, on the big Mary box. And it's the best thing you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, totally. Gotta go pick up my kid, bud. Oh, I gotta go pick up your kid. We'll do uh, overrated, underrated next week, too. I got lots still. Good job, bud. I want, bud. 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 Bud.